The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. Hope you're enjoying another week of the summer of 93 at 30. I'm going to steer over here to some of my PopCon Louisville 2023 live podcast stage programming. Once again, I was the host, MC, moderator, blah, 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 for the live podcast stage at PopCon, which I have found that no other convention seems to do something like this. So it's pretty exciting to be the person who is in charge of putting shows together up on on the stage uh, via myself or looking out for other podcasts to come and fill time and put it on an entertaining day for people. The first installment here of the Brandon Peters Show Live is from Friday of the convention, and this was one I was very excited for, an interview with cosplayer going by the name Mary Mary Cosplay. I've always been at conventions and seen her work and admired it. And I reached out. I was like, can we talk about this excellence that you bring? And she was more than happy to lend her time. And I loved hearing her passion, her skill, her craft, and talking about her family life in cosplay. It's a great conversation that we had. I really enjoyed it. I hope you do too. I'm I'm glad to now know Mary Mary Cosplay, and I can't wait to see her and her Kasohana group at PopCon Indie here in a couple months. It's going to be pretty cool. But let me quit yammering. Let's get to this interview. I strongly suggest during, right now, or after the interview, you go follow her on Instagram at Mary Mary Cosplay. Check out her amazing work and just be in awe. And while you're at it, also follow Kim underscore is underscore possible and Frankie, with an I-E, underscore Saurus, like a dinosaur. They're part of her family slash crew. They have pretty stellar cosplays as well. Trust me. So, without further ado, here's the interview with Mary. Mary Cosplay. Hello, hello. More than one hellos. Hi. I'm Brandon Peters, host of The Brandon Peters Show, and you are accidentally or intentionally sitting for a live recording of my show, a very special one with my guest, Mary, Mary Cosplay. Hello. Hello. Thank you for coming on, coming here to talk about yourself for a bit, but let's start with what, what are you, what's your attire today? Let's, let's oh, tell okay. everybody. So, um, I am an original design today that I designed and made myself. Um, and so I am the crocodile from the Hook movie. 
So we have a whole booth out there. Um, I have a booth and Kim, Kim is Possible Cosplays mm -hmm. there with me. And we kind of bind our booth together in a pirate kind of theme for the weekend. So our whole group is doing from characters from Hook this weekend. So I got to be the crocodile. There you go. It's a very, very styling crocodile is what, well, thank we, you. what we got going on here. But this is this is not your first PopCon. This is Louisville's first PopCon, but this is not yours. How many is this Correct. for you now? Um, well, I've, I've attended several times, um, and then I was brought in as a guest at Indie Pop last year. Okay. So this is like my second con with them as a guest, but I'll be back at Indie again this year as well. I will see you there. That's yeah. very exciting. Um, so let's, uh, we, we got the costume today, but let's go back like your history. It's seven years or more? Um, I guess eight if you count like the hiatus for a while, you know? <laughs> oh, the, 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 whole, yeah. the whole COVID thing? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So like where, like, I think you said something about like you, you were just a mom taking your children to a a yeah, convention? yeah. So um, my career before cosplay was I did daycare. You know, I started out as a teenager. I babysat all everybody in the neighborhood and everything. And then um, once I moved out on my own, that's kind of became what I did because it was easy for me to do. Um, and I either would go to their house when I was younger and watch their kids, or then after a while, I actually got certified through Kentucky and did daycare in my home. Okay. So that was what I was doing. And then when I retired from that, my kids took me to a comic convention in Cincinnati, the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Okay. And it was kind of funny because they wanted to go in costume, and I was, like, really nervous about it. Because <laughs> I'm like, what if I run into somebody I know? Am I going to be embarrassed? So give me a costume that I can put a mask on and no one will know who I am. So we went as a group of Talons from Batman New 52. Okay. And so I had a mask on and, and she wanted to compete. Kim made her costume and she okay. wanted to compete. So she dragged us all up on stage and it kind of clicked with me because we we're a competitive family. Right. <laughs> we like to compete. We don't do game night because we just, somebody ends up crying. Uh, so this is the way we can actually do competitions. Gotcha. You know, so I was kind of like, it really spoke to me, like, I mean, so I can, like, do Halloween every month right, if I yeah. want to. I like this. And being competitive, I just jumped both feet in and started competing right away. Gotcha. Just, and you had success, like, immediately, too, right? Pretty close. Um, the first couple of years, I would place in my category, maybe. Mm -hmm. like, um, but then after that, I really got the hang of what makes a good competition piece. Gotcha. You know, I really understood what they're looking for and what makes it stand out, if you want to call it that, from everybody else that getting noticed. And so then I, I really had a lot of success, yeah. Yeah, like, you, I mean, having been at many conventions with you in the past and stuff, and I take notice of your booth and stuff, I'm not a cosplayer myself, but, like, there's a lot more going on with yours than, a, like, they look, I mean, almost like movie set walk-off ready when when you see you up there. It's like, geez, like, how, that's intent, make, from makeup to the outfit, it's oh, killer. And then original spins on things as well. Like, when did you, when was your first, like, I'm going to take this and twist it. Did you start with just, like, m like, mimicking costumes at first and then move to spinning, or was that yeah. original... Yeah, the first costumes were I would replicate something. And so, like, I remember even before I did cosplay, we would had, like, the big Halloween party in the neighborhood. 
it mm-hmm. so much so our costumes were like so detailed that the neighbors quit coming because they got intimidated and oh <laughs> didn't my. know what to wear to our party. Um, so we did Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, okay. And that was way back, you know, when the first one came out, and I had to go to the movie ten times to get pictures and look at the costumes Summer and things. Summer of 2003, and, yeah. I believe, yeah. Yeah, so, um, so that was some of the first really detailed ones we did, and I replicated what I saw. The first one that I did my original design on was my Maleficent that I took the um, second year I was a competitor in C2E2 at the Crown Championship. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I Personally, when I was in college and stuff and I would do Halloween costumes, I would like pause every angle <laughs> yeah. I could and, and try to get out of my closet what I could. Uh, to make costumes, but I can imagine, yeah, this is even more intense yeah. than what well, I I mean, did. that's what we did. Like that first year mm-hmm. when we were the Talons, I was wearing clothes out of my closet and yeah. a piece of craft foam that Kim made into an owl mask. So, you know, and I had some too. I did Black Canary that I pulled from okay. my closet. So we started out doing some of that too. Gotcha. Where, where do you prefer to get materials from nowadays for like your outfits? Is there- oh, wow. Nowadays, I get them from a lot of different places. Um, I really miss Hancock Fabrics. Because they always had really unique fabrics, like something you wouldn't normally see. And that's what I look for. That's kind of what I'm known for is those details and mixing textures and textiles. So I don't like just a plain piece of fabric. Mine has, I like the interest to be involved there. So I will find some things at Joanne Fabrics. um, But a lot of times now I have to buy it online. Online. Or um, every time we go to Dragon Con every year, and that's okay. in Atlanta, and mm-hmm. there's this fantastic warehouse store called Fine Fabrics. Okay. So we go and we like save room in the car, and we Field bring trip, home like yeah. a garbage bag full of <laughs> full of fabric because it's also a little bit cheaper there than it would be to buy the same kind of thing online. Gotcha. That's yeah. I was gonna ask him like, do you like online or in store better? With your purchases? or I like the in-store because I want to see how the fabric drapes. I want to feel how thick it is. I want to actually look at it. Right. So I much prefer that. And, it, and it's immediate. Like if you order online, you got to order swatches and you got to wait for those to come in. And are they the right color? Is it not the right kind of fabric? And then you got to start over. <laughs> you know, you can't make a costume in a month if you have to order your fabrics online. Gotcha. Um, aside from fabric, like accessories and props, do you are you good at making those as well? When it's like not like clothing related, or yeah, a needlework is definitely my best skill. But I am kind of a jack of all trades in okay. in things, and I've taught myself, and I've chosen to challenge myself to learn a lot of those because I judge a lot of competitions. Right. So I have to be well rounded. Um, so I know how to do finish work on three D printing, and um, I know how to work with wood. I know how to work with foam. I, I do leather craft. So if you ever see any leather things on my costume, I've made that myself. So that's why I was wondering. Like, there's a lot of detail, and it's yeah. Are there any cheats any anywhere in there or anything like that? But 100%. I mean, it depends. Sometimes, if it's not a competition piece, I don't I don't have a problem. So, for example, um, I also do things for character companies or volunteer for events, like to have characters at a ball game. Um, so I'll actually buy those cosplays. Oh, okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Right, no. I just like the challenge of making one. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I have like I have no interest in making those Marvel suits at all. <laughs> so I will buy those. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. There you go. Now, is there like you said, sewing immediately? You were nailed it there. What skill do you think you've improved on most since starting 
with all these? Is there a skill that you were lacking at all? Um, I probably improved the most on my foam work. Okay. Um, one of the very first costumes that I made, probably the second one, was Earth 2 Wonder Woman. Oh, okay. And so it's an armored Wonder Woman, and I made that all out of those little, what is it, 12 by 18 sheets of foam that you get at Hobby Lobby and Mod Podge. Okay. Because that's what we knew at the time. Um, it has since retired because it didn't hold up because it's not the best finishes to keep it, you know, Okay. Supple over time, it kind of dried up and got brittle. But um, so that was my first time working with foam and learning how you can heat form it and and all that. Um, and so since then, um, I made the like the triple barrel muskets for misfortune okay. that I'm going to be wearing tomorrow. Oh, um, and I made those out of foam. And so I got a lot better. Plus, it helps, too, now that foam is such a big thing out there mm -hmm. now that now you don't have to take a square piece of foam that you cut and round it on your belt sander to get a half round. There you go, you yeah. Know, now you can just go buy them. Um, so that helps you look better when you're using those kind of things, too. <laughs> right. I have a, okay, so I have this, like, two-part, well, kind of, like, Reflective question that I'm, I'm interested in. I was asked. So, is there a cosplay that you like worked so hard on, you were so happy about, that just didn't get the reaction you were wanting from? You're like, oh, I'm going to kill in this. This is great. Put all your time, and then it just either didn't place in a competition you wanted. You didn't get as many pictures with people as you thought you might. Is there any one where you were like just so behind it, and then just the result was like, oh, well, all right. Interestingly enough, up to a certain point, yes, my pirate Poison Ivy. Okay. So that was another original design where I took Poison Ivy and made her a pirate, like she just walked off a pirate ship. And I was so excited for this one. It didn't get much following on my social media, um, and I made it for competition. And um, the first time I entered it, it was in an online competition, because I made this during the COVID hiatus. And so it got just a judge's award there. Okay. So that's not too bad, but I was like, oh, you know, because I did four months worth of work in this costume, right? And, and so, but I'm like, well, but they didn't see it in person. Yeah. You know, it was an online right. competition. So then I took it to somewhere, I don't even remember where else I took it, and I only like placed like second in my category, you know? Okay. And it's like, this costume has so many different skill sets used in it. It has it has the sewing, it has hand embroidery, it has hand beading, it has leather work. Like, I made and I sculpted and resin cast like over a hundred buttons. You know, I mean, there was just so much going into this costume that I couldn't understand. It's like every time that I would go to compete in it, some really, really beautiful, well deserving okay. ball gown would also be there and they would beat me, you know? And so it was like, I understood then finally that it's maybe it's that it doesn't have the wow factor. Yeah. So remember I said I kind of honed in on what kind of things you need. And so I think right. that one, even though I thought it had it, yeah. didn't always have quite the wow factor for competition. Okay. But then I entered it in C2E2 because I didn't have anything else that was had enough to it right. to enter that. This is an invitational competition. And so if they like your stuff, they'll choose you and then you go compete. Um, and then it finally got some acclaim. It, it won the needlework category there, and this is a really big competition, so that was a really big win 
for that costume. So I was finally happy. But yeah, up to a certain point, I was like, but, but, but. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then, okay, the other side of the coin, is there one that you kind of were like, eh, eh, this'll do. And it got a huge reaction where you were like, I didn't really put as much work into that one or I didn't think it was that good myself, but. Maybe not in competition, but I have one that I purchased that's Flow from Progressive. Right. Okay. Yes, I have seen you in that one. And I have really underestimated how popular Flow is. I wore this like twice, like once at Dragon Con and once at CCB2. one of the most comfortable ones. Oh, it is. It is. It's (laughs) great. Um, But yeah, it's like, it's really funny because I can't tell you how many times that I've never been able to convince certain people that I am actually not her. Oh, wow, that's good. In that there costume. Like, yeah, like, she would be sitting in the middle of Chick-fil-A in draw- downtown Atlanta <laughs> all by herself yep. in her flow costume. <laughs> well, you never know. Some people are in weird, weird spots. Uh, I, I know, like, there was a story about, like, Judy Greer being, I think, here in Kentucky for something, went into, like, a donut shop or something, and they're like, that can't be her. Yeah. She, like, well, she's like, I'm not... Hugely famous, but I'm famous enough where someone's going to second guess where they think it's me or not. I can understand that in, like, people clothes, but I was in the flow progressive outfit. Right, yeah. Like, like, yeah she'd be, she, like, yeah. wandering around by herself in her outfit. Between shoots, you know, we got we <laughs> yeah. got a new barrage yeah, of Yeah, we're doing a commercial right over here. You want to be in it? <laughs> so that's good. Do, do any of the conventions ever, like, request certain outfits of you or a theme when they sometimes, contact you? Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. The, um, one of the years that I was a guest at Cincinnati Comic Expo, um, we got a little inside information that he had um, uh, the the actor who played Theoden, Bernard Hill, okay. was going to be a guest there. He hadn't announced it yet, um, but he knew he had him locked in and he was coming. And my husband looks sort of similar to him. And so he literally said, um, we were at the Lexington Comic and Toy okay. Con because I was guesting there. And he messaged me and he's like, let's do drinks at the bar after the con. I'll talk to you about something. So, oh. like, okay, so we went, and he's like, I want you to do Theoden and Eowyn <laughs> at my con. <laughs> all right. So we did. I spent all summer working on those two costumes, and, and we did. And it was really cool getting to meet him in that, mm-hmm. in that set of costumes. How much, how much time did they give you ample time to create those costumes, or was it like a... It was a little bit of a push. It's kind of funny because I didn't actually get it completely done. Okay. Um, because, the, of course, I asked my husband... Instead of just telling him, which one do you want? Right. Thinking I was going to make the cape and the tunic. No, he wanted the leather armor. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Um, and he's got this huge, like, detailed battle skirt as well. Mm-hmm. And I looked into having the, the little plates 3D printed, but it was going to be like $65 for somebody to just design and print the two. Oh, so I was like, eh, okay. So I ended up hand sculpting them out of monster clay and gotcha. casting over 500 plates in resin and then hand sewing them on the skirt. Gotcha. But the thing is, is I, we were like up till the last minute. And so I didn't actually get that battle skirt done for the Cincy Expo because I didn't have enough of them. About two in the morning, I realized I wasn't going to have enough to go all the way around the skirt. Gotcha. So I had to go find like some chain mail and just make a chain mail skirt. Hey, works. Yeah. Have you ever? I I used to watch for a little bit. I watched like Project Runway for a bit. Did you ever have the situations where like sew me in, sew me in, we're just going for it, or like having to like <laughs> duct tape things to make them work? How, yeah, how often actually, did that on happen? on Theoden, actually, oh, they did, yeah. because to continue that story, okay. I was like, okay, I'm done with this thing. I don't have any like 
deadline I have to finish this, I can stop for a while, work on something else, and go back to it when I'm feeling better, right? Mm -hmm. And then there was an announcement of a competition that had like a $10,000 prize. Okay. So we're like, oh, guess what? We're finishing Theoden in two weeks. Yes, we are. <laughs> and we get there, and I'm cinching the belt that holds all his, like, sword and stuff on him, and I pulled too hard, and the jump rings on went bling everywhere. <laughs> ding, 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 and we're in the parking ding, ding, ding. garage, and I don't have any more oh my jump gosh. rings. Yeah, so I literally had to get out. Like, I have a, a, a kit that I bring with, like, cosplay repair stuff. Emergency repair. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so we had, like, some, some like, jute twine in there. Okay. And so I literally had to tie his harness, if you call it that, back on. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. We and I'm like, don't show that side to the judges. <laughs> there was some material, I think it was in, in Wolfgar's um, box one year with something to do with, I don't know, some tech thing that they needed a specific solution or something and we're like get one of the cosplayers they have to have it in their box or something and so we had to so cosplay emergency is helping more than just costumes yeah sometimes. string always have string because you never know string and super glue and safety pins <laughs> if i don't go anywhere with anything but that mm -hmm. you know those were the three things that i would bring <laughs> gotcha um when was uh in competitions when was a time where something clicked or felt good to, like you were like I can continue with this. Like you, you were assured of what you were doing, or it clicked that all right, we're really good at this. Yeah, that this from is, other yeah. people. I know I you know you're a, good at it, but yeah, I have a good story for that. All right, um, uh, it was before I was guesting at Lexington Comic and Toy Con. I competed there several years. Okay, and I made a Duchess Satine from the Clone Wars Star Wars. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and then when we got to the competition, we realized that. One of the judges was Yaya Han. I was really, really, really intimidated because yeah. I had just watched that show that she was on and I know how good she is and everything. Yeah. And I was like scared to death, right? Right. But this costume was one of those ones that did have the it factor. It got noticed when I was walking around the con floor. So I felt mm -hmm. okay, you know, competing in it. But I didn't have any expectations. And I ended up tying for second place out of 150 contestants. Nice. And so the next day, I went to her booth and, and thanked her. And I said, that had to have been really hard. I said, I don't know how you narrowed down 150 contestants right. for prize placements one, two, and three. Yeah. That was all they gave, was one, two, and three. Wow. And she cheated. She tied for second so she could give out two. You know, and, okay. and so we got in a conversation about it. And she's like, yeah, I've been talking to the con owner um, and I want to help him revamp his competition so that there can be more opportunities for people to win something. Mm -hmm. But I need somebody local that can help him. Would you be interested in it? There you go. <laughs> I'm like, I was scared to death. And I'm like, <laughs> uh-huh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Me, given power? Yeah. Sure. Well, yeah, and it's that's a huge thing because Lexington was huge. Right, yeah, that's at the a time. Like, yeah, it was big. And so 150 contestants, it was the biggest contest I'd been in at that point. Yeah. And you're asking me to help run it. Um, but I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to turn that opportunity down. No. And she's like, well, I'm about to be busy season, but email me. Well, I emailed her three times. Okay. Because I'm like, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to try. And she finally emailed me back and said, yes, we definitely want you. And she came back that year and guessed it again and helped us with that first year of revamping it. And then after that, 
it's it's kind of been my job the day of to run it. Gotcha. And so, you know, when I got noticed for that particular costume by mm -hmm. Yaya Han, yeah. that was when I think I, I think I'm good at this. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. What do you, what do you, when you're on the judging side of things, what do you bring to the table or what have you tried to influence with um, having control or uh, looking at certain aspects? What have you brought to the table with that? There's been an interesting shift in the years that I've been cosplaying. When I first started, um, part of the, the trick of learning how to be successful is to pick the right competition as well. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of competitions that didn't have any kind of pre-judging. You just walk okay. across stage and they pick what they like. Gotcha. Um, then it started shifting towards, these are craftsmanship okay. competitions, which means they need to know what work you put into your costume. Right. They want to see it up close. They're going to judge you on how well did you put this together. You know, how good is your construction? How many different skill sets have you put into it? And so once that shift happened, um, then it became um, an easier way for me to get incorporated into that. Okay. Yeah. That's excellent. Um, you excited about this one here? Is yeah, that tomorrow? I am. Is that I tomorrow? am. Because yeah. they have an online sign-up, so I've seen the... the um, you can go snooping the around on the their pages and stuff. Well, like, oh, yeah, we have to we have to fix the um, the online a little bit because they're mistaking what we want as show us your work with mm -hmm. just pictures of the costume, like reference pictures. Okay. So we have to tweak that a little bit. But gotcha. someone someone's getting it and they'll give you a, like a link to their Instagram and you can kind of go see the progress if they're posting it. Wherever um, you can save time, yeah. Yeah, sure. so it's exciting, yeah. Seeing it up close. Yeah, that's a whole other story up close. So something might just be taken for granted. You might see it up close and be like, oh my. That's yeah. certainly excellent. Um, uh, did, did I ask you about your biggest nightmare situation you've had? I'm getting dark here. <laughs> Oh, well, it depends. Competition-wise, um, one of the times that I was, I think it was at C2E2, I was competing with that Maleficent, and my, my staff had a light in it that quit working. <laughs> and I didn't know why it quit. Oh, my. You no, know? no more staff. Luckily, my yeah. husband was there with me, and he, he figured out why it wasn't working and fixed it. Why was it working? Um, well, we retrofitted a flashlight, and... Um, however, he did the battery pack on that had like it didn't have a way to not keep sliding down inside the pole. Okay. So it just got too far down in for it to turn on. Gotcha. So once we fixed that, we were good. Um, then uh, there's a lot of C2E2 stories here because that's the biggest competition I'm in okay. right now. <laughs> C2E2. I didn't mean to drum yeah. up multiple nightmares, and, uh, but if you want to share yeah, the, well, the that dark year stuff. I competed. I also then okay so. Sometimes I will compete in a local competition, like, okay. like I took Satine to Lexington. Mm -hmm. And then the Crown Championship is a more, it's a higher level. Okay. So you can take something that's already won something up a level and compete again. Okay. So I did improvements to it, and so I was competing again in Satine, and... Luckily, I had already been through pre-judging, and then I went and sat down and had lunch, and then when I stood up, I didn't realize I was standing on the beaded tassel that I had handmade, oh. and all the beads went all over the place. So I had to try and hand sew that all back together before I went across stage. <laughs> yeah, in front of a worldwide competition, like, don't look at that tassel, because it nope. looks wonky now. No, nope. no tasseling. <laughs> yeah. Tassel. Um, so, also, one thing I like about uh, you is you have, like, a crew. 
like the Kasahana? Yeah. Did I say it right? I yeah. said it right. Okay. What's that stand for? And then who was your crew? Then how did that form? So it stands for, like, Ohana means family, mm-hmm. and the cause is for cosplay. So it's like there family we go. Okay. cosplayers. But it's not all just family members. We have a lot of friends that we all just kind of click together, met at cons and things. Okay. And so we'll do groups a lot. You know, gotcha. like I have my booth here, and Kim has her booth. We just combined it and made one mega booth. There and, you go. And we do a lot of group cosplays because they're fun. So that's yeah. how we get to bring them all in, and they're helping me run the contest. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Good to see. Um, is there any certain like cosplayers that you've personally been inspired by? Definitely Yaya. Yaya? For sure. Okay. Um, but there's a lot. There's so many good ones out there now. I don't even think I'd name them all. Um, like some of the ones that inspire me the most are the ones that do the things that I can't do as well. Like okay. some of the really big um, foam smithing, if that's what you call it, were ones, you know, like um, like Kimpatsu Cosplay. She does foam work and wig work, and it's just beautiful. Um, Kamui Cosplay, she does a lot of stuff with Warbler and now foam. Um, trying to think. But uh, there's even some local ones, like um, Jedi Manda and Philip Odango both live here in Louisville. Okay. And, you know, they inspire me with because like, Jed Amanda was one of the first cosplayers who was a guest that I ever met. Okay. She used to judge me in competitions, and then I worked with her judging together. Um, and so it's been fun to watch her journey, and it inspires you to, to know that you could probably do that too. Gotcha. Is there any that you have seen come up and been, like, really proud to see improve over the years? That Casey Renee cosplay. Okay. Yeah. Because I competed with her at C2E to the very first year I was there, and I placed in my sateen, and she had a, a really pretty Anne Boleyn, but she didn't place. Okay. But now, since then, she's won TwitchCon, and she was actually one of the judges at C2E2 last year. Gotcha. Yeah. So gotcha. she's kind of skyrocketed since she uh, um, won TwitchCon. Gotcha. I, I had, um, last year with on the podcast stage, had Allison Tabitha join me yes. up here, and like, I didn't really know much about her, but she is like a goddess to like every single like I'm just crazy to watch her float around and all these people. Yeah, her, her skill in transforming herself like into every single up. character, and she looks exactly like that person. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, she definitely amazes me. And I got to meet her, um, and we went out to dinner last at, at Indie Pop. Okay, and yeah. so she is the nicest person. Uh, yeah, like she is so genuine. Someone with that big a following might know it. I don't think she realizes it too, but yeah. that's good. Or it's just yeah. And the funny thing is too, we we had a Star Wars theme there, so I mm-hmm. was in Illuminara, so I had like green face paint on, and Kim was in Ahsoka, so she had her makeup on. And Allison actually asked me how I did my makeup because it looked so good. So you want to talk about that's and that's like I'll oh. take that ever like for the rest of my life and remember that. There you go. Yeah, yeah. You guys, your Star Wars stuff is like awesome because you do the Fennec Shan too. That's really yeah, yeah. Really, like looks like legit. It's pretty awesome there. Um, I, the, speaking of all your costumes, do you have like a throne room in your home, like Batman, <laughs> where he's got all the different bat suits over the years? Do you have like a room with like mannequins and like all of them on? If there, I or? had a big enough space, right. I would. Um, but usually, what happens is the one I'm working on is the one that's taking up a mannequin, okay. and then some that are in process around the other mannequins. It depends. Um, 
Sometimes I'll just leave one up that I really like for a while. Like when I made the Descendants Maleficent. Okay. I just love that costume. And so I think that one lived on my mannequin for about six months. You so know? Uh, it's Wednesday. I'll put this on and go yeah. walk around. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you ever like cosplay and stuff to like go to like see the movie, go to the movies or anything other than like, well, probably parades and certain festivals, but like movies or like regular. Yeah, we have. Movies. We yeah. have. Sometimes we'll we'll contact the theater and say, "Hey, you want some Star Wars people to come and just hang out while the people are coming to the movies?" Yeah. And and they'll let us do that. We did that for um, some of the Marvel movies as well. Okay, awesome. That's good. Good deal. Um, no budget, no limit. Ideal cosplay. Just you could. Oh wow. You have it. And your own design. Wow. Well, Kim and I both kind of had the same one. It's uh, the, the um, Christine, the Broadway version. Um, the, the song they're first singing when, when their costumes aren't even finished yet, when they're coming okay. onto the stage and everything. I can't remember the name of the song. But like one of those, either that costume or her... her um, the one she wears to the ball when he takes her down through the floor, you know, that, okay. that costume, like Phantom of the Opera. Those two costumes have been on my wish list for quite a while. There you go. Well, I hope to see him someday. I'm going to let Kim do the other one, though, because she, she's already got stuff for it. So I don't, don't want to top her. We tend her. to gravitate toward the same costumes a lot and have to negotiate a little bit. You ever, like, show up head to head be like, it was my turn. Yeah. It was my interestingly turn. enough... Ahsoka was the one I was going to make as my first Star Wars costume. Oh, okay. And she kind of wanted to do Ahsoka. Yeah. So she's like, here, why don't you do Duchess Satine? So I'm like, well, okay. And now Ahsoka is one of the ones that she is known for. But I've always wanted to do it, but I yeah. didn't want to like, you know, because we cast so much together, we can't right. both be Ahsoka at the same time. Well, now that the Tales of the Jedi came out, I did Pavti. Mm. Okay. So now I get to be a Chagruta that's very similar and so true. now I get to have my own Chagruta, and she can still do Ahsoka, and we're not like, you know. Perfect, yes. <laughs> yeah. um, so what happened when you come, let's not, not familiar-wise, but you come to Head to Head, we're in the same costume. Like, what, what's that always like to you when you see someone wearing the same thing as you on the same weekend? I think it's great, great, because if I love that character and somebody else loves that character, yeah. then let's enjoy that together. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. We've actually talked about this a lot, too, where um, some of the ideas we have are um, we have a bunch of friends who all like to cosplay Ariel. Uh -huh. So one of these cons, someday we're all going to show up in our own Ariel. Oh, that's good. You know, we have a whole group of like 20 Ariels. That's good. Yeah. Nice twists on them, different yeah. versions. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, I always thought about doing like a bunch of like, for Halloween costumes, was like a bunch of Kurt Russells from different yeah. Kurt Russell movies. Uh, as like a group costume. I've seen something. some people do Jack Sparrow's like that. There you go. Like okay. Johnny Depp, basically. You know, yes. all the different versions. Yeah. People who have multiple iconic characters you could do. Um, so, uh, sorry. Oh. Do you do a lot of in-character stuff? Or is it just when the people pull up for the pictures? Or do you just... I'm starting to a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. For me, it was much more about just wearing the costume and, and loving. I don't mind taking pictures. I love taking pictures. I like right. the attention. I am well, you wouldn't do, Yeah, you wouldn't wear yeah. it if you weren't looking for or have yeah. like a photo op background right. for your... Right. Yeah. Um, but I am in a character company now. And okay. so I'm starting to branch into being in character a little bit more now. Okay. So um, I just did a birthday party with Kim. She was Cruella and I was Maleficent. Oh, okay. The kid had a villain's oh, party. Oh, you're probably in the birthday party. 
party circuit, it was aren't, aren't you? Yeah. So, I, okay. but I also um, some of these companies go to what they call a fairy tale ball, where okay. they bring all the princesses in and they have activities and meet and greet. So I've done that as Mary Poppins. Gotcha. So, oh. so I have to. That was fun. Had to I wore this specifically uh, for you. <laughs> uh, it's normally on my laptop bag, but I was like, I'm gonna wear it today. Yes. For her. So yeah, I've got. I had to learn how to talk in an English accent for that. So that was fun. So did Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. When he <laughs> and mine's as bad as his. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's that's excellent. Um, cool. And your fandoms that you like to do. We've talked about Star Wars a lot and mm-hmm. Disney stuff. Like. Those come from growing up. Have you picked up any new ones along the way since, um, since cosplaying? Anime. I'm anime? starting to do some anime things as well. Um, I hadn't really been exposed to anime a whole lot, but now I've got a lot of friends that are like, oh, you need to watch this, you need to watch that. And so we, I've been starting to watch some of them. Also because I'm guesting at some anime cons. Okay. So I feel like I should be in an anime costume. So I want to watch it and see what characters I like and... That. Does makeup or anything change with anime in a certain way? Because trying to look like a cartoon, a specific um, cartoon face? Or? I mean, some people do. I'm not that good at that kind of makeup, so gotcha. I don't try and change my eyes that much like that. Okay. Yeah, but some people do. Excellent. Awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. so uh, anything else you want to promote, talk about while we're up here? Wow. I mean, well, I'll be at AnimeCon next weekend. AnimeCon next yeah. weekend. Yeah, okay. Anime Ohio in Sharonville. Awesome. So I'll be guesting there and um, running their contest as well. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm, I'm a movie person. Any summer movies you're looking forward to have already seen this oh, summer. Oh, we then. just saw The New Little Mermaid this okay. week. Okay, I saw that. Yeah. That and nice. I actually really, really loved what they did with that. That's some interesting stuff. I yeah. thought Flounder was a bit scary, but... You know, he looked scarier in pictures than he did in the show. Yeah, I saw some... The pictures were really scary. So I was listening <laughs> to someone talk about it, and they said he was like a jump scare every time he showed up on the screen. And I was like, all right, all right, fair enough. Yeah, I, thought... I think they could have done Flounder a little better, but yeah. the rest of it, I really enjoyed everything that they did. I'm on the side that liked the Scuttlebutt song. Yeah. And I know a lot of people did not like it, but I'm like, you know what? That's some energy that could have been thrown in here that I, I appreciated. So yeah, yeah. I was good with the Aquafina. So great. So I'm going to, if anyone out there wants to ask her a question, now's your time. Is there anybody? Did you want to ask? No? <laughs> it's okay. I'm turning to questions, but okay. If no one has any questions, you can find her at her booth too if you don't want to be on a microphone. There's always that too. Yeah, so, yeah. what's your booth number? Oh, Do you I have don't a number? Or just, it's. Down it's literally right way. inside the door. Right inside the door. <laughs> yeah, look for all the pirate it. stuff. That's where we're at. Right across from where the cosplay area for the judging will be for the contest. So. Excellent. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming up, taking your time here. It was wonderful talking to you. So thank you. Merry, merry cosplay for everybody. Yes, thank you. Whether you were here the whole time or not, I appreciate that. All right. Uh, the stage will resume back at 5. So thank you. This has been the Brandon Peters Show. Thank you for listening. The Brandon Peters Show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Olsman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Additional information on this and other episodes at brandonpetershow.com.
For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at brandonpetershow.com. The show is available on Apple Music, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found.